This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a wonderful leader. We're joined today by Mark Driscoll. Mark runs the Boca Grande Health Clinic in Florida. He, he's smart enough to have transplanted himself from Illinois to Florida. So right away, I know he's much better than I am who's still in Illinois. Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career in, in the Boca Grande uh, Health Clinic. Oh, thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, I've been in healthcare for a little over 30 years, various sectors, mostly physician-focused, though, really, the physician practice management side, all types of practices, a lot of consulting, a couple national firms, my own firm, probably done over a half, half dozen turnarounds. I was in a big system in Texas, and I got a call from a recruiter. It's a little early in my career, maybe to so-called take a step back, but we love the southwest coast of Florida. And it was just the right time to, to make a jump. And where is Boca Grande? Where, where is that? Is it Grande or Grande? It's Grande. So um, it's a barrier island. It's about an hour south of Sarasota in the Gulf of Mexico, maybe 60 miles north of Naples. So it's just if you've ever been to Sanibel or Captiva, it's like two or three, two or three more islands going north. And what about Hurricane impact this year? Did you guys get hit by the hurricane very badly? What did that look like? Yeah, Hurricane Ian. So um, I've been here a little over two years. So this was the first major, major hurricane I've been in. Um, and it was pretty brutal. It was, uh, what, two miles per hour less than a Category 5. Our house is right off island. And for nine hours, uh, most of my family was in the closet. Um the island is about nine miles from where I live. The island itself, we were extremely lucky that the eye passed over. You know, I think you've heard the stories about Fort Myers. Um, you know, they just took a beating with the storm surge. I have a brother in Cape Coral. They had six feet of mud in a the house. They lost their house. The island, um, with the winds, it's probably going to take a couple of years to get all the foliage back. Maybe half the houses were damaged, but there was no storm surge and unfortunately no deaths. Thank goodness. And what's it like for family togetherness being stuck in a closet for nine hours? Was it frightening as heck? Were there some laughs? Was it just always on edge? How does that feel? Because that's almost like being in a hostage situation for nine hours or being, <laughs> you know, in the Midwest, it's being in your basement during a, during a tornado. What was that like being in the closet with everybody for, what does that feel like? Well, you know, we thought we had prepared very well. Um, we have a newer house that we had all the, the up to code for hurricanes. Um, we had the uh, impact, impact resistant um, windows. The house did it was what it was supposed to. I mean, we took some damage, but um, probably the power went off at about 11:45. We thought the storm was going to hit um, far north of us. Um, I think the first couple hours um, we were there, we're basically playing poker, you know, maybe having a cold one in the closet. And then my mother, who was in hospice, was also also with us. So, you know, the first couple hours went fine. After that, one of my son, my son just went and laid in the hallway and took a nap. I was kind of looking just to see what the storm looked like. I don't know if that was very smart, but just seeing the the the, the waves and the wind whip up it was almost like a whiteout when you're downhill skiing. It was just really impressive. But um, the nine hours was a long time. Thank you. And what does it mean for healthcare? What does it mean for the clinic? What does it mean for the local health systems? Talk about that for a second. 
So what a great question. And um, um, I'm actually about to publish an article I just wrote on my LinkedIn profile um, about the, how a community comes together after a hurricane. So our clinic, the Boca Grande Health Clinic, has been here for 75 years in one shape or way, shape, or form. And um, we have physicians that live on the island. Um, the, the clinic's never closed. Obviously, ambulatory, we're, you know, eight to five. But um, there's always a physician on call, and the physician answers the phone. And um, one of our physicians lost the roof of his house, so we came to the clinic. We have a generator. So the clinic was the only place outside of maybe the firehouse that had a generator that had power, had air conditioning, um, had functioning, you know, restrooms and everything. It almost became like Drucker's store in the old TV shows from the 70s. You could come and charge your golf cart, your phone, you could get a cup of coffee, you could get some food. The doctor and his family basically slept on mattresses in the floor of the clinic for days until we can get him back into his house, which really helped because that first couple of weeks after the storm, I think we saw 175 patients and maybe talked over 500, had 500 phone calls. So, you know, if we weren't here, it could have been really bad. That's literally amazing. And, and, and in terms of the big priorities going into 2023, I mean, there's lots of on the physician side, lots of concern about Medicare reimbursement, payer reimbursement. What do you look at as the big issues going into this year? So we're a little different here. Actually, um, I was at um, the Becker's November CEO conference in Chicago. I've been there the last couple. That was probably one of the better ones I've been to in an awful long time. And I was given a book, From Competition to Collaboration, by Tracy Duberman and Robert Sachs. So I haven't finished the book yet, but it's pretty much what I've tried to accomplish here at the clinic. When I came here, you know, it was an established clinic. It was, you know, there's been predecessors before me. But in reality, as I peeled the onion back, it's a, it's a turnaround, I mean, in every aspect. So in a way, it was pretty nice because I was able to work with our clinic board of directors, and we were able to tighten our, our mission, our vision. Um, we brought in some national consultants. We spent a lot of time looking at you know, patient access, um, how much time the provider spends with the patient, um, the the results, the referral process, the referral management process, hospital partners. Our clinic does not contract with insurance companies. We'll go ahead and courtesy bill um, the insurance company for our established patients, but really we are focused on primary care and urgent care protecting this island, its residents, its employers and employees. And with that, what we want to be able to do is have our doctors spend time with the primary care patients. The average age here is 75. We have a lot of resorts on the island, and they'll go ahead and have guests and visitors, and we have an urgent care. But our our seasonal snowbird residents can go anywhere in the world for health care, and we want to make sure that what we're doing here is if not better than what they're getting, is at least hand-in-hand, and our doctor and our nursing care teams provide that. In fact, we have an RN with each doctor. So, you know, I've spent most of my life in primary care, and that's not the norm from a cost model. But what we're doing here is we've separated out urgent care and primary care, and we're trying to fix primary care in our own little um, corner of the world. And you know, we've really just started, you know, just in the last couple of months with this new model, but it's very encouraging what we're seeing. 
Thank you. And, and talk about that. What are you most focused on and excited about going into 2023? I mean, you've got this recovery from the hurricane. You've got this sort of concept business turnaround. You've got the effort to keep snowbirds local for great care because we know they've got great care options at home and most places they come to, come from. What are you most excited about going into this year? Really, it's just having our physician-led care teams continue to expand. We had our um, our staff meeting, which we call a town hall, you know, an hour ago during lunch, and just listening to what we're talking about. It's really progressive. It's very educational. It's not just an agenda and by rote. It's just people really enjoying their job. We're not having any any problems hiring like everybody else. Um, and part of it is because a lot of, well, why do you become a doctor? Why do you become a nurse? It's because you want to help people, and we're letting people do that. So that's what I'm most excited about. Probably the second thing is we need to really do a better job with referral management. Um, again, we're primary care, and we're at the mercy of, of the hospitals. So one of the things we're doing is we've identified two or three systems that we really want to work with, and we want to go ahead and somehow formalize that so that instead of having to wait 13 weeks to get a referral, what can we do to help each other out to make it more seamless and better patient outcome? So, so I guess the last question I have for you today is you've been through a hurricane, you've lived through blizzards up north, pick your poison. You prefer living in Florida to Illinois. Are you so happy not to have to share for the beers every week? How does it, what's it like transplanting to Florida? Um, no, it's a good question. You know, with, I've probably worked in 30 states and I've lived in six. So before here, I was in Texas for four years. Chicago's home. I love Chicago. Diehard Bear fan, diehard Blackhawk fan. You know, the Bears are going to be better. I'm opti- optimistic. You can tell I'm a Cub fan. But um, I've always liked the sun. I've always liked the water. I love sunset. Uh, you know, for me, it was always just going to be a matter of time until I came to Florida You know, we're back to the Midwest frequently, traveling, flying, driving. Um, That's never going to change. But um, I really like um, just having sunshine and being able to be outside. I mean, it was cold this morning. I took a walk this morning. It was like 49 degrees. I had to wear sweats. So to me, that's not cold. I love it. No, I you. um... It's something like 25 right now in Chicago, and it doesn't feel that good going up and down the street. So I, I, I look at your 50-degree weather, at least early in the morning, and think that sounds pretty good. Mark, what a pleasure to get to visit with you again on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What, what a great pleasure, and what a fascinating story at the Boca Grande Clinic and, and what you're doing. Thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and, and looking forward to visiting with you again. Just fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Have a great day.